down, you guys. Shuffle up your deck. Loosen up your thumbs. This is Cover B. Hey, everybody. Hello, web peoples. Welcome back to Cover B. Yep. Premiere episode of a segment called Power Gaming. Yeah. Uh, wherein we're going to be running you through different video games and board games uh, that are generally comic book themed or superhero themed or maybe just bizarrely nerdy if we feel like it applies. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, in this, we'll kind of give you a rundown of, you know, if it's a board game kind of how it plays and the rules and stuff if it's a video game kind of the story and the feel of it um and then we'll generally just give you a review of it so tell you what we think how we felt all those things that are why you listen to us yammer on as much as we do correct uh <laughs> why you put up with us yeah, basically uh so t what game are we doing this week this week we are doing connor reed's Five Minute Marvel. Yep. Uh, Five Minute Marvel, designed by Connor Reed and distributed by Korea Board Games Co. and Spin Master LTD. Um, it's a great game. It's a fantastic, fantastic game, and you should definitely make sure you pick it up. Um, the way this one runs is uh, it's super chaotic. It's exactly how it sounds. It's actually a variation on a game called Five Minute Dungeon. Oh, okay. Um, which is like general D&D themed. Okay. Uh, this sense. one is Marvel themed. Uh, it's got wonderful, wonderful Marvel art uh, done by Alex Diochun, uh, which... It's, it's cartoony, it's, but not like... Yeah, it's too... cartoony, but still, yeah, still comic-y enough and still intense enough to be cool. Mm -hmm. um, like the way he designed loki loki looks messed up y'all loki's gonna make you put some lotion in the basket <laughs> not, um, not to be that guy but like hashtag not my loki okay. <laughs> yeah, he's not the man pretty tom hiddleston we are used to. um but it's exactly how it sounds five minute marble it's each playthrough that you do you have five minutes to get through a series of villains to get to the main villain and beat that round um, the way you do that is essentially the game is made up of cards only and little placards. Um, you pick your characters. Characters range from, you know, Rocket Raccoon and Groot to Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man, Captain America, um, as well as others. Each he, he, he didn't include the most important, which is Squirrel Girl, who hangs out with Tippy Toe? Squirrel Girl's in there. I know. You just didn't say it. Oh, my bad. I think you, you meant I didn't mean Connor Reed didn't, and I no. was like, "How dare you?" <laughs> no, no, she's in there. You didn't say True. her name. You can play you as can't you can play as Squirrel, Squirrel Girl. Girl, man. This is each of stuff. these each of these superheroes has their own individual power uh, that they can activate uh, by discarding three cards in your hand, um, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, the game is made up of individual hero cards that are specific to each of these heroes as well as resource cards which are distributed amongst the players and you build your hand off of those two cards. Um, the cards that you're going through uh, as the game progresses are called the mission cards. They're made up of two stacks. The door cards which similar to like Munchkin that contains all your villains. Yep. Um, all the everything from in this one it's minions villains goons. goons and masterminds and it i swapped villains and goons it goes from easiest to hardest it goes minions goons 
villains, masterminds, and then eventually you get to the big boss. Because goons are basically minions, but like a cluster of them. Those cards are stacked on top of a board that has the boss on it. The bosses are Green Goblin, Modok, Ultron, Red Skull, Loki, and Thanos in increasing difficulty. Um, And you essentially just have to power through these. There's also these fancy little crisis cards, which just shake crap up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's like oh now you think of it like during a, a big comic book event all of a sudden there's like an earthquake and yeah. you're like well yep. damn it we're like oh, <laughs> oh a bomb went off or something like that they don't have those narrative elements but essentially it's things like discard your hand if you have more than this many cards uh you know flip your person to injured make the next bad guy you fight you have to give up double the resources yep. stuff like that so how the resources work and how the gameplay works is essentially each bad guy card and the placard that has the boss on it has a variety of symbols. There's red, green, blue, pink, and yellow. Um, and they all have different terms for them. I don't remember what they are right now, but there's like a fist and a lightning bolt and a jumpy guy and something that looks like technology and like a shield. Typically while we're playing, we're either just screaming out colors or we're saying yeah. things like, we need a punchy, we need a punchy. Or... I was yeah, I, I was looking at the rule book <laughs> and I saw that the pink one actually is called jump. I thought it was going to be like agility or something, but it's just jump. Um, so we're not too far off. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. I need so... a punch and a jumpy. Um, <laughs> so essentially these cards, you'll flip over a villain and it will have a variety of symbols. And from your hand, you have to match those symbols. At least some of your cards will have two symbols on them. And if you know, the card you're trying to match to doesn't have the symbol that's on the card you're playing, it's okay. You can expend that. You just can't expend cards that don't have any symbols that match the villain card right so for Um, instance if you need to put down a green but you only have a card that's got a green and a yellow on it you can put that down and count the green but if you have like a blue and a yellow card you can't play that because that doesn't necessarily make green and you play these cards there's no turn order because you only have five minutes so the point is is to communicate hey can you do this i have this do you have this and it's super chaotic because five minutes goes fast super fast considering when you consider that the deck that you're trying to push through i believe on the first one is like 14 cards that you've got to get through right 14 bad guys before you get to the big bad which is green goblin he's the starter and then it goes all the way up to thanos who's like 31 32 uh and so so, cards (laughs) you know in five minutes that means you have to you have less than half or less than let's see five five minutes is 300 seconds so you literally have less than 10 seconds to eradicate each card. If you spend over 10 seconds, you're behind. You're you're boned. <laughs> it's so hard. So, um, you know, going back to the characters, they all have individual abilities like discard three cards to take out a minion, discard three cards to heal an injured player. Injuring yourself is also an option where you discard all of your your entire hand, flip your card, oh, your little hero placard over to the injured side, quote unquote. Um, and that means you can no longer do your... Your power. Your power. That was a weird inflection. I, I, got, <laughs> I got weirdly Tommy Wiseau there for a second. <laughs> you can no longer. <laughs> you cannot do it. Uh, you can no longer use your power. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. 
not an impression I ever want to do again. Um, so you have that capability as well. Um, and that's kind of a last ditch effort thing, but you cannot use the whole flipping on the boss to defeat the boss. You have to, you can flip during the boss to discard your hand to draw new cards, uh, but it doesn't eliminate the boss. Um, it's super fun, super chaotic, super crazy, uh, and it's just, it's a darn good time. And essentially, as you, like, you have a minimum hand size. We've only ever played it with two players. It's mm-hmm. a two to four player game. I believe it's two to four. Is it two to four? Let's I got check. the box right here. I, I do doing, have the box. Doing live research here. Two to five. Two to five. So it's two Ooh. to five players. No um, wonder we've been for struggling two, on bits For two players, <laughs> your minimum hand size is six. For three, I believe it goes to four. And then for four, it goes to five. It might actually be like two is six. Let me, you know what? Let me, let me. It's breaking have, open the box. the rule book here. <laughs> yeah, so two players, it's six cards is your minimum hand size. Three players, it's four cards. And four or five players, it's three cards. Oof. Um, so you always draw back up to that minimum size, uh, but you don't draw if you have the minimum or higher unless a card has told you to draw. Someone played a power card or played a hero card. And then as you play cards, you draw from... Like I said, your resources deck, which I believe there's a hundred some odd resource cards that right. are split evenly amongst all the players. Um, and your hero deck, which is just about a dozen cards, like 10 or so cards, um, but they're very powerful. So just an example from a recent playthrough, Rocket Raccoon and Groot have various cards that are essentially wild cards, both single resource and double resource wild cards. That's awesome. They also have a card, they have like two cards in their deck that can completely eliminate any villain that has a like lightning bolt right so any mission card that has a lightning bolt symbol boom get it out of here so black widow's got similar cards where she can instantly get rid of goons Mm -hmm. or medusa's got a card where she can pause time and then everybody draws two cards one of my favorites is spider-man has a card where you literally just hand your entire hand off to somebody and then draw a new one Um, it's just funny. Uh, I just see Spider-Man being like, here, here you go. Have my cards. Here, you need a sandwich? Uh, <laughs> so it's things like that that you find in the hero deck, but if you use those very early on, you might be hurting for those later, later in the game as yeah. time crunches happen and you get into a situation where you've spent cards or discarded cards that you need because there is finite resources. And that's the problem that we run into a lot, especially on the later bosses, is that you know we get to a point where we've been dis uh, we started with a ton of shields we don't need these shields get these out of here let's discard these to use our power and then we get down to like close to the boss and it's like wow we need four shields and we have none and we have none and um, our deck is empty the cool thing about this game one of one of my favorite things uh it also comes with a free app that you can download on iphone and android um i believe iphone i'm assuming iphone I have an Android. I haven't done the research. (laughs) Um, But it's a cool little app that's a timer. And I know you're saying, like, well, why can't I just use my phone timer? You totally can. Uh, But the cool thing about this app is that it's made for this game. So in addition to just looking neat and kind of being thematic, it also has, like, a guide for how to store, like, a little picture. Like, here's how you store all the cards and stuff. Uh, But it is Jarvis. So it's voice acted, and there's a guy pretending to be Jarvis 
counts down the time, gives you little time updates as you go by. So you know when there's like two minutes left, you know when there's like a minute left, 30 seconds, counts it down. He also absolutely ridicules you when he you fail. He makes so much um, fun of you, which is amazing. Because which is great. If you, it, there's options in the app. So like if the timer gets down and you pause it and you're like, we beat it. And you click the button, he'll be like, oh, good for you. But if you run out that timer and you failed and he knows you failed, he gonna tell you you failed mm. <laughs> and you're gonna know it i highly recommend this game um it's one that i've constantly told people it's fun to play one like what i love about it is that if you there's very few games that it feels like i have 15 minutes i want to play a game what am i gonna do this game has literally zero like zero like boards and stuff that you got to tear down you pretty much just open it up split the especially if you're like us and you shuffle before you put stuff back in you pretty much just open it up pull the deck out set like pick your character set it there split the resource cards and then go you know you got to count out the each of the bosses have a certain amount of the mission cards that they need so like i said green goblins like 14 at the start and one crisis card um and then it increases so depending on what boss you count out that many of the villain cards the door cards, the door cards yeah um you put that in the stack and then you pick a crisis you add that in shuffle it up and you're good to go then you play for five minutes you won you didn't win you put it back and you're done it's a quick bite game it's literally it's modular in a lot of ways in that if you want to play a 45 minute game you can play nine rounds if you want to play for an hour you can play for an hour if you lose and you want to play again you have time to play again you can play again if you lose and you don't have time to play again you don't have to play again um and then it's also modular similar to games like pandemic uh it's modular in difficulty because you can add more crisis cards into the mix to make the experience a little bit harder um as well as adding more door cards into the mix to make it harder uh, which doesn't need any help. <laughs> One of my favorite parts about this game, admittedly, is the fact that there's so little setup. I yeah. love board games, but I will be the first to admit to you that I hate games that take forever to set up. We have so many games in this house that admittedly we've played once or maybe not even at all. Mm -hmm. And it's because we get these games and then it's like, okay, well, let's get this game set up and I will just walk away. Like, if it takes more than 10 minutes to set up a board game, I'm going to go do something else. You let me know when it's time to play. Because I don't want to spend my whole time putting the little things together and mm. making sure we got all the little figures and yep. making sure all the tiles are put together. That makes me nuts. An example of this is this giant game, Gloomhaven. This game oh, yeah. is massive. It's yeah. like a dungeon crawly type game. It's super fun. But it takes 30 freaking minutes to get the game set up on the table. Guys... I, my attention span's gone. Mm -hmm. I'm already watching Friends. I have no interest <laughs> in what you're doing. You tell me, you have to essentially not tell me, like, hey, we're going to be playing at this time. And I hope that game is set up by this time, because otherwise I'm not going to play. That's, I mean, to the extent where, <laughs> like, so many people I play with just get completely zoned out if we're doing, like, set up and tear down. That for a lot of bigger games, I will have it set up before the time that I've told people to come over. Yeah. And then it's like, here we go. Or, you know, you know, if you and I are like, hey, let's play this game and it's got set up, I'll be like, I'll call you. Yep. I hang out in the living room <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. TV and then um, I get told when it's time to play. And that's the cool thing about this. For people who play a lot of games, you know this, but people who m maybe don't play a lot of games, when in doubt, card games are going to have less setup. Yeah. Um, 
the most you have to do in most situations is shuffle and everyone can shuffle you know you do like four or five shuffles and you're done if you do the like actual hard shuffling which makes a lot of people cringe if you don't you really only need to do like one soft shuffle uh, shuffle uh one soft <laughs> soft shuffle uh which is where you actually like lay the cards out and make them like in intricate stacks it's how like magic players and tcg players and stuff do that right um to protect the sanctity of the cards but you know if it's your board game you don't really care about if the cards get frayed on the edges just hard shuffle whatever um put your pitchforks away magic players yeah calm um, down man but this one even takes that to the extreme of just being easy to set up because like i said it's super minimal in its layout it's got four different decks so at the most like if you're playing with five people it's five hero decks one resource deck one door deck and one crisis deck if you didn't pre-shuffle before you put it away which i highly recommend doing because it's just a good idea and the cool thing about how this game plays out is you really don't have to shuffle a lot a lot because you're kind of shuffling as you play it's all and then you like too. kick stuff into the discard um you know stuff gets mixed up anyway so you really don't have to shuffle too too much um but you know pre-shuffle and then it's literally just pull out five decks distribute the cards evenly the resource cards pick your people draw a random crisis card put it in there and you're done and that's like it's like five minute of gameplay with like two minute max of setup. Well, and the box itself is really nice because sometimes you have games that are simple with like cards, um, but they don't have them automatically separated. So yeah. you have to like, okay, let me get all of Medusa's deck together and let me get all of this person's deck together and let me hunt this down. Oh, make sure I didn't miss a card. But this, the way that the box is set up is that everything's already broken yeah, down it's got in slots individual slots. For everything. So you don't even have to like hunt anything down it's all together all the time mm -hmm. you know if you've got kids playing with it you might want to be a little more aware that sometimes things might get shuffled or people might put it away a little on the lazy side but if you're putting it away in a responsible way it's a really easy game to maintain mm -hmm. and to just pop open right now it's just 10 heroes um six villains they don't have an expansion out for it it's still relatively new in the grand scheme of things it's not like brand brand new uh, it came out August of last year, so it's barely a year old, so mazel tov. Um, <laughs> but it's ten heroes, six bad guys. Five-minute dungeon is also still kind of new, and just like a few months ago, I think, got an expansion. Oh, cool. So maybe we'll see an expansion for this. Oh, I would be love awesome. because Marvel owns the Fox IPs now. Um, and if you don't know, Marvel's been very like anti-using X-Men and Fantastic Four in their merchandising stuff because they don't own the movies. Um, so that's why a lot of, like, recent Marvel video games, like, most recent, like, Lego video game, for instance, didn't have, like, any X-Men or right. any Fantastic Four in it. This also does not have any X-Men or Fantastic Four in it, but they just put X-Men and Fantastic Four stuff in the most recent Ultimate Alliance. Oh, right. Um, so maybe they're finally going to start introducing that stuff, so maybe we'll get an X-Men expansion. Now we can all be friends again. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get an X-Men expansion with, like, I don't know how many people the five minute dungeon expansion added maybe it'll add like five people that would and like be cool. two new bosses or something yeah get galactus in there that'd be cool that would be dope one thing that i do want to notate that i do feel like we need to make people aware is that we talk about how chaotic this game is mm -hmm. and it's super fun but this game can cause significant anxiety yeah. because there is a lot going on in those five minutes and it 
We haven't had this tr- problem yet, but I could absolutely see this game being one of those like friendship killers. Yep. Like because you're trying to get something done, you're trying to get this goal. There's not really like an order or rhyme or reason to it. It's like throw down the cards so that we can get the thing done. Oh, we mm. got to get it done as fast as we can. And it can be really stressful because this you don't is, always yeah. know like do we have all of the resources? Do we account for everything? Why did you play that? Did I already play this? And it can be very overwhelming. Admittedly, putting a point on the con <laughs> section, which is hard to do with this game because I absolutely adore it. Um, if you're the type of person that just absolutely is a planner and a plotter, you're a slow player, you think, you, you're very meticulous in your moves and gaming, and that's what you like. You can't break from that. You don't want to break from This that. game is not for you. No. Um, because not. if you're trying to play it with just one other person, you guys are going to lose a lot because you're going to be sucking up a lot of time. If you're playing with multiple people, you're just never going to play because they're going to have moved on to the next card. Yep. So if you're the type of person that really, like, your deck, your hand always needs to be organized and you need to make sure that you, like, you obsess over, like, if we're going to take out these bad guys, we're doing it with the exact amount. We're not wasting anything. There's no way. It's going to be harsh. And that's the thing with this game is that it breeds recklessness. You have to be reckless yeah. to play this game. To the extent where if you play, say, something, say you get a mastermind and it requires a, you know, the masterminds are usually like seven, I think, different resources. resources. Yeah. And say there's two reds on there and you play a red-yellow because it also has yellows and then somebody plays a double red and... They just swipe it. You don't have time to get that red back. Like you know gone. what I mean? Like, you don't have time to be like, oh, hold on. We could play this or we could let's do this because this no makes way. more sense. You got to just move on. Because like I said, when you get into the higher ones, you have around about 10 or less seconds to do each bad guy. And some of those are going to be easy. Some of the minions, the minions only cost like two resources. And a lot of those, especially with more players, so you have more hands and more variety, it's probably just going to be one person being like, oh, I got that. Boom. One card. Bam. Gone. Yeah. Um, and realistically, it's almost better to use as many cards as you can because then you're drawing up new cards. You have um, to recycle those resources. That's yeah. something that it takes a minute to kind of get accustomed to is yeah. that you think about most of the time you're like, oh, I'm trying to collect these resources. I want to have them for later. But that is not the case for this. Yeah. You want to get down to that minimum hand as fast as you can, as frequently as you can. Because the more cards you have in your hand that you can't draw new ones, you are just going to sit there dead air. Because, you know, you will – we had this happen all the time. We are shufflers. Like, mm. we love to shuffle them cards. And we will shuffle them for 20 minutes. 20 minutes yeah. of shuffling for a five-minute game. Yeah. And we will – just love the sound. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, mm. and then we get into the game. It's my personal ASMR. We each have, like – He's got a hand of nothing but yellows. I have a hand of nothing but greens. Yeah. And we're pulling nothing but pink and blues. And the, we're like, what are we supposed to do with this? The last, like, three times we played, one of us at start had, out of six-card hands, had four to five cards that all had the same resources. All same color. Either double or single or, like, one and one, you know, one of that resource and one of a different one. Whatever it might be, just the same thing. And so it's <laughs> – but that adds to the chaos of it. Um, and that's the thing is this is a great game for people that, like I said, just want something quick, doesn't require a lot of strategy. It's all about communication and it's just like being bang, boom is done. Um, but for people that might not handle the chaos as well, cause it's chaotic. It yeah. is the, if you look up any reviews for this game, it's chaotic. Yeah. That's what people say. 
Um, it's super fun. It's a great concept. Connor Reed made an amazing game here. And Agreed. I really hope he does more five-minute things. That would be really Because uh, cool. it's just, it's super minimal and simplistic, but it's so well-balanced and well-organized that it just, it's fun. And it just fits. It doesn't, like, to some people I've explained it to, they're like, okay, so you just match resources. Like, even we, like, when we read the rules the first time, we were like, ha, ha, this is going to be a breeze. <laughs> We've played Eldritch Horror. We've sent Cthulhu back to the depths. <laughs> Bring it on, Goblin of Verde. Tut, tut. Um, <laughs> alas, he Verde'd us hard. Yes. Um, we done got Verde sauce. Yeah, the first time first time we played, we, you know, played like we would play any game. We had our cards and we talked and we were like, I'm going to put down this one. Okay, I'm putting down this one. Oh, good play. Next. Suddenly Jarvis is like, Sorry to interrupt. You've got yeah. three minutes left. And we're we got, like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> we got like two cards in and it was like half your time's up. And we're like, what? <laughs> uh, five minutes goes by really, really Super fast. Super fast. And there's just not a lot of time for stuff that a lot of players who might be more meticulous and more anal retentive in their own way like. Like, I mean, we recently, we were doing like, we would have the deck there face down on the villain card. And we would flip the top one over, and then we'd play our resource cards on top of it, and then we'd collect them all, and we'd set them aside in a discard pile. That was just taking up too much time. It doesn't work. So what we ended up, and this is a pro tip, what we ended up doing is the resource, or the door, the mission pile, which is the door cards and the crisis cards. It's the one that you pull your bad guys from. Instead of flipping one off into, like, the center of the table and then playing our cards on top of it, we would play our resource cards into the center of the table still, but we would just flip the deck at the top of the timer. So yeah. we'd hit the timer, it would count down, timer would start, and then we'd flip just the take the entire down. mission deck and flip it face up. Yep. And then we'd just cycle out. Because yep. then you can literally just flick those bastards off the deck. You're like, boom, boom, he's gone. And admittedly, we started dumping all discard cards into the lid of the yeah, box. Yeah, just chucking them. Because there's yep. no... It takes too much time to try and like put them in a pile somewhere. Just chuck them into yep. a confined space and don't worry if about it. If you're playing anymore. on a table, you can literally just shove them into a pile off to the side, like away from the play space. If you're playing with multiple people, then yeah, having the box lid there and just chuck them into the box Yeah, just lid. throw them in as fast. If cards, and everybody can just grab and throw yeah, and yeah. it works out great. If cards end up on the side... And what you might want to do when you have a lot of people is assign certain people like, you're in charge of flipping you're in charge of like discarding yeah just don't give it to the same person because they also need to be on top of pulling cards out right. of their decks so that you can be prepared for the next thing um so it's important to like have those because when we play like i typically handle the discards and you handle the I flipping do. yeah um and whatnot uh so it's or we kind of just alternate the discards because we remove the flipping yeah know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the one thing too like i it might also take you a minute to get accustomed to the feel of the game mm -hmm. because like the first round we play, I am more, as he described, I am one of those more meticulous gamers. I am the type of person who plays video games. And if people are like running through the map and not getting all of the like collectibles and resources or like having a plan of how we're going to go into the boss or if somebody just runs in Leroy Jenkins, mm -hmm. I get actively angry yeah. and I won't play with those people anymore. Yep. You know who you are. And <laughs> so I like, I don't like to play without a plan. 
So this game, the first round that we play, it's super fun, but the first round that we play, I'm like a deer in headlights. It takes me a round or two to get back into the feel of like, oh, okay, it's all right, just throw stuff, it'll be fine. Because it takes me a minute to get acclimated because mm-hmm. at the beginning I'm like, I don't know what's happening, and I get really stressed out. Yep. It's it's chaos, it's utter chaos, it's screaming colors and like trying to understand as someone like slips out of saying, Oh, I'm playing a pink versus oh I'm playing a jumpy and it's an exercise in communication on the fringe of sanity and it's <laughs> fantastic. It's super fun. Um so I highly, highly recommend this. It's five minute marble, it's for two to five players it's recommended ages eight and up i think it would be a great family game if you're looking for something to play with your kids or your (laughs) teens this is a great one there's nothing too intense overly violent there's no like high-minded strategy concepts here and it's not a huge time commitment which for a busy parent is a huge benefit it's literally you could sit down play a few rounds of it after dinner and then everyone go their separate ways whatever it is you need to do and it's Marvel, so kids love Marvel. It's got some great characters in there. Like I said, the art is amazing. I did want to say this. A lot of Marvel games, and this bothers me, and you'll probably hear me as we continue this segment uh, in future episodes, a lot of Marvel games reuse like cover art or like uh, comic yep. art that they've already done. And that always just is kind of boring to me. That always bothers me. Like Cover art and comic art is good, but when I pick up a game, I really want all the art to kind of be unified. Yeah. And it's just not. Right. When you play, like, you know, Legendary or uh, the Marvel Munchkin game and stuff like that, all the art's really different because it's pulled from all these different cover artists and all these different, like, which interior artists and stuff. Which kind of interesting. Which is fine. But... It's fine in its own way. Uh, and it's cool seeing the covers. And, you know, sometimes they're covers I have, so I'm like, I own that one. Uh, but this <laughs> one, like I said, they got somebody to come in and do art for this. And the art is great. It's yeah. cartoony. But it's still, like, fun and intense. Nobody looks, like, really, like... Except for Cap. Cap kind of looks like a nerd. Um, <laughs> but Cap's kind of a nerd. He's just... Like, everyone else is like, I'm going to fight! And then Cap's just standing there like, I'm going to get Froyo. <laughs> All smiley. Um, yeah. One other thing that I wanted to mention, because as you said, that they normally reuse art for a lot of games... Well, another thing that games from Marvel tend to do is they tend to reuse the same, like, six characters. You always have Cap and Hulk and maybe Wolverine, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, like... Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's it's the same, it's the same, like, triage of people who hang out and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's the Avengers, whoop-de-freak-a-doo, you know, Thor, okay, great. This game did a really good job of bringing in some newer characters or some different characters or some characters that are just now kind of starting to have their own hotness. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, there's Cap and Iron Man and Hulk, but there's also, like, Spider-Gwen and Squirrel Girl and Miss yeah. Marvel and Medusa. And that's a really yeah. cool way it to go has a that. It has a nice distribution of male-to-female characters. That is true, too. It's got Spider-Gwen, Medusa, uh, Ms. Marvel. Black Widow. Black Widow. And... Is somebody else? Or is it those? Squirrel Girl, Medusa, Spider-Gwen, Black Widow, and Ms. Marvel. So it's got five female characters, five male characters. Yeah. The male characters are all the ones you'd expect. Cap, Iron Man, Hulk, and 
uh, Spider-Man. But then there's also Rocket Raccoon and Groot, which is awesome. Which is so dope. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Star-Lord. It's Rocket Raccoon and Groot. It's not Doctor Strange. You know? well. And, yeah, so there's a good distribution from different areas. And it gives them a lot of, if they did do an expansion, gives them a lot of room to add a lot. So, uh, again, I highly recommend this. Um, if, you know, the only con I can really say is if you're just very meticulous or very anal retentive, this might be more of a panic attack inducer <laughs> yeah, than you anything. You got high anxiety anyway. Um, but I love Five Minute Marvel. I give this game five hyperventilation bags out of five. <laughs> uh, it's, it's grand. <laughs> so get out there and check it out. It's a good travel game too, not to yeah, continue. Yeah, it's very compact. Because it's very compact. It's very, the easy setup and teardown really makes it like, Hey, we're in the hotel for the evening. Like, let's play this. Yeah. Um, so it's an easy point. one to kind of take on with you. It's not super heavy either. It's super yeah, light. Yeah, because um, there's not a bazillion cards. You can even, anything. like, if you wanted to, take all the cards out and put them in, like, a smaller card box and just take it with right. you. Um, so that gives it some appeal, too. So uh, thank you for listening, guys. This has been our first episode of Powered Gaming, uh, the segment in which we run you through different board games and video games that we like that are comic book and or superhero themed. Um, they're going to be a hefty mixture of like brand new stuff. Uh, so like when Marvel's Avengers comes out, we want to do that one, the like, video game that's coming. Yes. Um, Marvel Champions, the LCG just came out. We might try to get our hands on that. And then there's some other older games that we might be playing. Um, some that are directly related to the comic production teams, like Marvel and DC, and then also some stuff that maybe is just superhero or Rick and Morty or something like that related mm-hmm. that, that'll be a little more generic. So we also want to let you know that if this is the first time you are hearing our shining, shimmery voices, Cover B is every week. You can always hear us talk about comic books every Saturday and... You can find all of our past episodes on our website, coverbeepodcast.com. Yep. Saturdays, we release our regular episode, which is us discussing the books of the week and giving you guidelines and highlights to what was released uh, the Wednesday before our episode airs. Um, on Wednesdays, we're going to be releasing different segments of all different kind of themes. Um, they'll all have their own kind of names, so they're easy to sift through. Uh, but it's going to range from everything from shopping suggestions, top 10 lists, or top whatever lists, uh, board game and video game discussions, movie discussions, and on and on and on. TV show discussions. Uh, so all kinds of stuff, all kinds of content. Check it out. Coverbepodcast.com. You can be kept up to date on new episodes and updates by following us on Facebook and Twitter at Coverbepodcast. Yep, yeah. And hey, if you are listening to this, it's presumed that you like gaming. Uh, our related channel on Twitch, Tink Tink Games, uh, which is a Twitch channel that we run with two guys uh, that we know out of Atlanta, um, is going to be doing a 24-hour charity live stream on November 30th, starting at 4 p.m. Uh, so check that out. If you're interested, it's going to be November 30th, Saturday, 4 p.m., 24 hours of us maddening ourselves and <laughs> slipping, really tired. slipping slowly <laughs> into insanity as we try to raise money for extra life. Yes. Um, so that would be worth You can also always find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, at Podcast, and we're also on Instagram, each one of us, mm-hmm. with lots of cats and lots of cosplay. Yep. 
So, thank you for listening, and until next time, we will catch you right back here for the next episode of Cubby. Have a good one, y'all.